Hello and welcome to Type 2 Take 2 Podcast. I'm Danielle Vallette, your Certified Ketogenic Integrative Health Practitioner, and this show is an extension of my coaching practice, Envision Health Integrative Nutrition and Wellness. Here, we discuss blood sugar dysregulation, hormones, and inflammation based off of research, clinical practice, and not-so-common sense. We use food, lifestyle, labs, and faith to get to the reason of why your body is going so crazy and then pull it out from the root. You'll not only learn why your body is doing what it's doing, but you'll also learn how to support it and heal it yourself. Welcome to the show. Kick back, relax, and join the ride. Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to Type 2 Take 2, your diabetes and health-centered podcast. I'm Danielle, your ketogenic integrative health practitioner, and today we're going to talk about Candida albicans and its role in diabetes. Type 2 diabetes. Stay tuned. Did you know that it is best to keep your gut hot? while you are eating about an hour 30 minutes at the at the minimum and then an hour 30 minutes at the at the at the actually an hour after you finish eating why your body needs all of its heat the gut the acids to do their job and once you throw ice cold water on a hot blazing fire you are in your gut that is you are you you are actually and unintentionally lowering your acid amount, decreasing the heat, causing it causing it to be more difficult for the nutrients and the vitamins to be broken down and dispersed to their natural places. And then also you can wind up with indigestion. And that's not cool. So instead of drinking cool water, drink ginger tea, hot, or better yet, don't drink anything at all until after your meal, an hour has been completed. Do you know? And now for chit chat. For some chit chat, you all. Um, Well, I am back in the United States and I'm so very excited to be, (laughs) I said that on my word, I guess I'm so used to it. I am back in the Netherlands. I'm so excited to be back, you all. yeah, of course, it's 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 like bittersweet because I'm leaving my little nieces and nephews and I really wanted to have them on the podcast. Oh my word. Next time, for sure. Next time. But I've, I'm back in the Netherlands and it is so uh, different now. You know, I don't have all these beautiful little voices saying, Amy, 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 or Aunt Ebony, Aunt Ebony, Aunt Ebony, whatever the case may be. And, um, and, it's, and it's like kind of different. I'm not, you know, running around like I would usually do or um or as I had been doing for the for the sake of this uh chit chat. So it's kind of really crazy cuz I'm back now. I'm just like oh my word. And um we talked about uh chit- we talked about last week smart goals and everything and I'm really excited about that. I did mention a few things about steps and I mentioned a few things about what I'm trying to do. But what I want to say specifically 
is that I brought back five, six, six containers of DNS. <laughs> I did, folks. I surely did. I brought uh, six containers back of DNS. That's daily nutritional uh, support. That is through Equal Life, Equal.life. You can always go onto my link and click on it, and you can uh, find the uh, the Equal.life uh, daily nutritional support or DNS for sure. And I love it so much. Um, I did uh, I did use it while I was in the states because I had my my family members. I, I had them on it, but it wasn't their jam. It's okay. I got it, and I love it. I'm so excited. And even if I find that it's what I do is I add my fruit of choice. I add peanut butter of choice. Um, I did have chunky peanut butter, natural chunky, chunky peanut butter. But, you know, in general, I don't like having leftovers in my <laughs> in my smoothie. I like everything to be smooth. So what I wound up doing is I wound up um, buying some more peanut butter the other, I'm not just for, not just for buying sake. Actually, the peanut butter that I have currently is almost out. We have like it's at the bottom layer of the of the containers. So, um, all of that, I love the fact that I can get a big tub of natural peanut butter for only like four euro. Like, are you kidding me? This is awesome. This is so awesome. It's a big tub. I love it, and it makes me so happy because then I'll have to keep on going back. We are a very big peanut butter family. And I mean, like peanut butter cookies, right? <laughs> I love it. I really do. And I'm excited about it. And as a matter of fact, I might make peanut butter cacao cookies. Oh, that would be so good. Or I could mix up some of the DNS and add it to the peanut butter and then bake it. Hmm. We shall see. We shall see. Or even better, I can make some no-bake bars which is also great, and it would be less damaging to the vitamins and minerals and electrolytes. And then again, uh, I could just drink it, and which is what I was talking about. I have the DNS, and it's so delicious. I have the vanilla, and I have the chocolate. The chocolate, I could honestly say that I like less than I like the vanilla. <laughs> Funny enough, right? But this, today, what I did is I added an additional scoop of cacao powder to my shake, as well as my berberine, my uh, cinnamon and chromium, uh, uh, 500, 600 milligrams of cinnamon. And then there's the 20 milligrams, I want to say, or 40 of chromium. I can't remember exactly. And then I added the 500 milligrams of berberine also to it. And then I took my 3000 milligrams of, of uh, fish oil and my six uh, six thousand I use of um, vitamin D three on the side. So, and yeah, like oh my word, there's like so much. Okay, and now what else? Okay, so I have also been drinking my mug of warm water with my a drop of lemon essential oil and two tablespoons. Uh, two tablespoons, give or take, uh, of apple cider vinegar with the mother inside. That means that that thing that looks like it's like it shouldn't be there at the bottom of the of the glass. That that's called the mother, and that's important because it gives off the proper nutrients, and you know that it's the good stuff, and not some watered down 
malarkey. <laughs> and so I have that. And then I have my, um, my, um, oregano oil, my, well, it's oregano with, uh, with a carrier oil of, of, uh, olive oil. And I add that to the water. So I take my on the side vitamins and supplements with that drink there. And I drink it down. And then the, the DNS actually has electrolytes in it. So I don't need to salt my water. Like if you're already taking electrolytes, you don't have to salt your water. Um, if you, every time you drink, I'm saying, but I mean, that's for one, that's for one, uh, meal. So I'm really excited about it because it tastes so good. And honestly, it's not just that it tastes good because believe me for the chocolate one, I'm adding three squirts of stevia. I'm just going to be real three squirts of stevia, fill the tube up, squirt, fill the tube up, squirt, fill the tube up, squirt. And with the vanilla, I don't have to. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. And the vanilla is non-GMO. Um, it is actually true vanilla. Uh, and it's a, it's, it says natural flavor on the bag, but it's it means that it's actual natural flavors. It's just that they follow the FDA rules, and FDA rules says it has to be it has to be noted as natural natural flavors. So the non-GMO, non-synthetic vanilla uh, flavoring comes from the vanilla comes from vanilla, true vanilla. So that's exciting. But that vanilla is bomb. I had to, I just have to say it's so delicious. But the chocolate one, like I added, and you're probably gonna be like, well, why did you add a banana? Don't you have blood sugar problems? Uh, no. Okay, so this is, oh man, I should save this. I'm going to save this for, <laughs> I'm going to save it. I'll bring it back, I promise. I'm going to write it down. But anyway, this um, this shake is so good. And then adding my, um, adding my supplement drinks to the mix, to the midst of it all is like awesome. And then I just, I feel so good. I like really, I feel so good and I love it. I love that. And I'm just really excited about it. Having it six jars, y'all six, six, I have four, I have five chocolate and I have one vanilla. So you can best believe I'm going to be busting down that chocolate and slowly drinking on the vanilla. You only use two scoops, but in those two scoops, you get all of the protein that you need. It's a vegan protein. It's, um, and then you get all of the vitamins, your full multi, your fully activated, uh, multivitamins ground up in a form where you can just drink it. So that way your smoothie is your meal and you don't have to worry about the, the problems that come along with trying to swallow or trying to find a proper protein and having to figure out what you're going to, what kind of multivitamin you're going to take because the multivitamin is on point. So again, I'm just excited. I know this is going long for chit chat, but I love this. And um, no, I'm when, while I was in the United States, I was blending my spinach in it with berries. But now that I'm back in the um, in the Netherlands, I'm thinking mm, I'll just have my spinach on the side because I have no problem eating vegetables at all, at all, and. I have no problem eating a bulk amount of vegetables either, whereas some of you may, and it may be easier for you to get your vegetables in through a smoothie. I mean, I get about two to three cups in of spinach when I have, uh, when I put it in my smoothie, but when I cook it with eggs or when I cook it with other things, I get just as much because I love vegetables. Okay. So that's the chit chat. <laughs> that's the chit chat.
Okay. And the Envision Health Integrative Nutrition and Wellness team, we don't have any updates for today. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the next segment. And now for an Equalife update. Everybody knows the pain of a bad hair day, but when hair-related concerns turn out to be more serious, it can take a toll on how we feel about our appearances and negatively impact our self-confidence. Hair issues like thinning, dryness, and even hair loss are big concerns for a majority of people. Furthermore, issues with hair are often the most common signs of aging for men and women alike. That's why Equal Life is excited to help you and everyone around you combat this with a great promotion this week. Get a free bottle of daily hair support on all orders over $149. It's easy to do. It's a great way to do this because if you, by balancing your stress, hormonal and inflammatory response can help reduce hair loss. Equalife's daily hair support goes a step further by providing the necessary ingredients that your body needs to build healthy, thick, strong hair with benefits including formulated with ingredients that nourish the health of your hair from the inside out. It contains key ingredients including biotin, ashwagandha, and hyaluronic acid proven to help improve the thickness and growth of hair. It supports the underlying causes of hair loss such as stress, hormone imbalance, and dryness at the follicle. The high-quality ingredients of daily hair support rely on ancient herbal wisdom, as well as the most up-to-date research to prevent hair loss and support strong, healthy hair. Now, if you don't believe this, you can always go to the StephenCabral.com website, or I believe he also has it on Instagram, where you can see where he has used this product himself because this is formulated by him to regrow his hair after the Ovid K. <laughs> I know, I don't know where we are, so I'm going to give... Uh, weird messages, the Ovid K um, pandemic, and uh, due to the thinning, due to that, his hair thinned out, and he was he was balding. But he used his steps, his process to regrow his hair, and then he formulated his product. So get on board, guys! I know there are a few of you out there who I know personally who could really use this product, so that way they don't have to use any other means to make their hair look thicker. It's a, it's unfortunate when because hair is so much a part of our identity, it's unfortunate when you start losing it or you thin it, it starts thinning out and Rogaine is not doing the job or whatever else is not doing the job. Well, this will do the job. And so I wanna encourage you all to jump on board, go to my the link in my website, the link, or rather the link on my through my link tree and you'll be able to click on that and get yourself started. Okay, awesome. All right, everyone, setbacks. Honestly, I want to say that today I can speak out for this podcast episode and say I have no setbacks. None, none whatsoever. No (laughs) So let's get that bell out and let's ring-a-ling-ding that thing. And let's just, you know, blow the horn. And let's just be proud of myself. Do you have any setbacks this week? Did you have any setbacks between last Wednesday and this Wednesday? Don't worry about it. Just pat yourself on the shoulder. Help yourself to move forward. Keep on moving forward. You got it. It's going to be okay. And remind yourself that every step that you take is a step towards 
you're meeting your goal. And even when you make a set, or even if you have a setback or you make a mistake, that only teaches you what not to do. And that's the way you need to think about it. So no setbacks for me. And again, I'm going to ring that bell and I'm going to blow that horn because I'm so excited. And that's that. Motivation and encouragement. Motivation and encouragement. Guys, I want to motivate and encourage you to focus on um, trying to lower your, your toxic load. I know, right? <laughs> You're like, is this the health segment? No, I really do. I want to I want to motivate and encourage you to lower your toxic load. What can that be? That can be the toxic load that comes from people. That can be the toxic load that comes from your environment. And that could be a toxic load that comes from your personal emotions that you're dealing with. It could be any of those things and more, but these are the ones we're talking about. So I want to motivate and encourage you to just lower your toxic load. And so that way your body can heal. Because when you do that, then it's less stress on the body. And then you can focus on other things like healing. Healing is such an important thing. We all need to heal. Can you, you want to heal? Let's heal together. Let's heal. All right. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm so glad that you're here. And today, as I mentioned in the intro, we are discussing candida and its role with type 2 diabetes. You may be wondering why we are discussing this and you may remember that I mentioned that I have candida bacteria overgrowth. And so I am working on it myself, but I've learned that there is a, a connection with the two or even maybe a symbiotic relationship between the two. And because of that, I want to go ahead and get into it because this is the type two take two uh, podcast. I do want to make sure that of course we always hit on facts that relate to diabetes, but I also want you all to remember that um, this particular episode is going to be a, it's going to be part of a three-part series. So what that means is that you're not going to get it all in one shot. Right now we're going to do the overview and that's going to be awesome because then you're going to be able to get a full, not a full, but you're going to be able to get an idea of what we're talking about, why we're talking about this, and then we can go further and get deeper and learn more about it because I'm excited because why not, right? I mean, this is this is the time to know what happens when you have type 2 diabetes and what are some ramifications thereof and why not. And for those of you who do not have type 2 diabetes or who have reversed your type 2 diabetes because that is still on the table, friends, this is for you because maybe you're still dealing with the bloating, with the gas, with the with the joint pain, with the uh, with the brain fog, like what is going on? Like, so we want to discuss this so that we can get a better idea of what's happening and what it looks like to have uh, an overgrowth in candida. And maybe you don't recognize it at all. Maybe it's staring you right in the face or in the foot. In any case, we're gonna get onto this so that way you can learn. And then maybe if you do have it, you can figure out some things um, as to what to do. I will automatically give you a resource as to where you can, if you know that you have candida bacteria uh, uh, overgrowth, that you can just jump on a protocol and get it done. You won't need my help. If you want my help, I will walk you through it. Fine. Um, but I will get you, I will get you 
through it. And I will offer you that resource because I think that's so important. I don't want to leave you hanging for three weeks when, and you're dying to know, well, what can you do? Okay. So I'm excited and let's get this thing going. Okay, so first we want to define candida, and this is coming from everydayhealth.com. It says that candida is a genus of yeasts that normally live inside the body and on the skin. There are hundreds of these yeasts, but many species can cause fungal infections if their numbers grow out of control or if they enter the bloodstream or other organs. This type of infection is called candidiasis. Now, a candida albicin, which is something that I'm I'm specifically concerned about, is a species of yeast that most commonly causes candidiasis infection. The overgrowth can result in conditions like oral thrush, vag vaginal yeast infections, and so much more. And with the candida overgrowth, it's a term that pretty much means that the yeast is present in such an excessive amount that it is out of balance with the body, causing all types of issues. And that's not what we want. And because it um, causes so many issues, like I mentioned, thrush, vaginal yeast infection, um, it it puts you in a position. You may, may have experienced this and you may have felt it in foggy brain. You may have felt it in uh, like gassiness. You may have seen it in your toenails, your toenails, folks. Yes, your toenails. Look, I'm that person. I'm that person. But also the gas. Oh my gosh, the gas, the gas. Oh, the gas. <sighs> okay. Okay. I used to think that um, I healed it. Actually, I didn't even know what I was healing. Okay. I started now. Let's, let's go ahead and back up and let's get some things uh, uh, laid down so you can understand. When you start and you are... 100% in the keto diet, the ketogenic diet, um, and you are following it a clean, look, clean, guys, clean. You're probably wondering, like, what's clean? Like, uh, clean is to you, that and that which is dirty to me, but clean is clean, right? Okay, so a clean ketogenic diet is uh, minus, uh, for some people, if, it's, if they're sensitive, otherwise, you know, because uh, clean. Okay, we're going to do the clean keto diet, and then we're going to go on to what a candida diet looks like, okay? And then you can compare and contrast. A clean keto diet is minus the um, PUFAs, polyunsaturated fat, fatty acids, the unbalanced amount, meaning, meaning damaged seed oils, meaning like soy, corn, um, canola, rapeseed, which is the same thing as canola if you didn't know. Um, they just didn't like the name, so they changed it. I mean, if you didn't like your name, wouldn't you change it? Um, let's see, what else? Um, so many high, high inflammatory oils, things that are highly processed, processed oils that are man-made, okay? They're man-made trans fats as well. And what, what occurs is that those damaged oils uh, cause inflammation. And we've talked about this at length, ad nauseum. So I probably won't go into it again today, but that, that is, uh, those are some of the, the, uh, fats that we do not want to touch. And that means those, those are the parts that make it dirty keto. If you're just like, you're like, whatever. And you're just eating it anyway, that's dirty, but we're talking clean. So 
I find, uh, having based my ketogenic journey off of Thomas DeLauer, that the cleaner the keto, the cleaner the body, and the healthier I feel, and the quicker I release inflammation, okay? So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and go there. And no, I'm not saying everybody has to eat keto, but I'm just giving you the rundown as to how I realized that, uh, that my body had changed, okay? So if you don't remember, I was a type 2 uh, diabetic. I reversed my type 2 diabetes um, pretty much within four months' time, eating a ketogenic diet um, and uh, following it to the letter. I continued on with my ketogenic diet for two years because I loved the fact that I was one, um, feeling great. I wasn't, I wasn't stressed out. I wasn't having gas like I was having gas. My, my brain was clear. Um, my joints were great. My, uh, my activity level was up. I, I just, I loved life and I loved learning new recipes because of course, uh, with the ketogenic diet, if you want to eat bread, then you need to find a different way to eat bread, right? So that that means gluten-free breads that are also low-carb. Not just gluten-free, not just low-carb, but them both because I followed it to the T. Now, you may find on some of my YouTube uh, videos that I didn't realize at the time that gluten was a problem, but when I did, I took it out, okay? So now that we have that situated, um, with the ketogenic diet, I like I mentioned, I... All of those things that I felt better about are the things that I released. They were gone. Now, with the candida diet, uh, you are, just like the ketogenic diet, lowering your your sugar intake, not eating as many starchy vegetables or foods, not no processed foods whatsoever. That includes white flours, grain, uh, grains uh, that may be highly processed, um, white flours or uh, flours in general that have that have uh, gluten in them. Uh, you're avoiding uh, you're avoiding sh- high sugar foods. So not just the starches, not just the flours, but foods that convert into a higher glucose in your bloodstream. So that's what you're looking at, okay? And then also, just in the in the candida diet, you are also looking at low inflammatory foods. Hmm, what does that sound like? It sounds a little bit like the ketogenic diet folks, the ketogenic diet, like honestly, the ketogenic diet. Again, I'm not pressuring you into it, but now you can see how I started to feel so much better, how how I started to feel so much way better. But it's not that, it's not that I got rid of the candida, the overgrowth that was there. I just stopped feeding it. So some of them, some of it died off, but it's not like it was no longer imbalanced. The candida albicin overgrowth was still imbalanced. There, it was an overgrowth. It was not imbalanced. See, overgrowth. And that's what's important because we have so many other bacteria and fungi and yeast in our body that are supposed to be there that if one of them becomes out of balance, meaning too low or too high than what it should be for our bodies, then it becomes pathogenic. The others that overflow become pathogenic. And so it's not so easy as to just stop eating something, but then you have to get rid of the leftovers. So you may not be adding, here's, here's, I hope this helps. You may not be adding more soldiers to the battle, 
but that doesn't mean that the bad soldiers, the over the the bad soldiers are are not still there, not active. They're still there and active. So you may starve a lot of them out, but as long as you don't do proper things to get them situated and back in balance, you're still going to be in the same situation. It's just that you're not going to feel the symptoms because you're not aggravating it by adding more sugary foods, uh, high starch foods, uh, inflammatory foods to your diet. Okay. So that's the first part that we want to talk about because it's really, it's really cool. And at the same time, it's like, wow, what do you mean? I got all this fungus and yeast and, and bacteria. What is this man? What is this? But it's true. And it's like, God made you that way. So I don't know. I can't like, I'm not going to rebut it. You have like over a trillion. Okay. The science is out there. I'm not going to get into it. Um, I just want to, I just want to keep the overall, um, uh, the over the, just the part of this where you can understand it and then we can go deeper. Okay. So that's that part. We know what the candida diet looks like and we know what the ketogenic diet looks like and why I had no problem, um, releasing so much of, or not no longer fighting gas and fighting bloating and fighting, uh, upset stomach and, and, and brain fog and all the things because I was following a clean ketogenic diet. So we'll be right back. No, babe, again? Uh, I, 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 you know, I couldn't help it. I know, but they can't help it looking at me. Uh, I don't, I don't know what to do. It's all the time. <laughs> it's always all the time. <laughs> it's kind of frustrating because, I mean, I can I can I don't mind what they're looking at me. I know, I know. Just don't move. Yeah, don't move. Yeah, don't move. If you move, then it's gonna the air is gonna be shifting. It's gonna go everywhere. Yeah, but you're moving because you think you gotta stay with me, and you're moving away from me. <laughs> Just stay with me. Hey guys, having a problem with your gas? Are you passing gas sometimes unexpectedly, sometimes very rancidly, in public places, at home, in the private, or in public? Are you downing much? much much beano in the hopes of getting rid of that problem are you taking indigestives it's not the way it's not your gassy it's not your vegetables there's something going on with your gut and there's only one thing we can do about it it's fix it schedule a free health assessment a discovery call so that way we can figure out what's going on and get you right back on track babe i moving Okay, guys. So I'm like I said, I'm excited because this is for me as much as it is for you. Okay. So um, we talked about what candida overgrowth is. We talked about what what it what it stems from. We gave you the definition, um, what it looks like in the body, some symptoms as to what it look like if it's uh, if it's showing up in your body, uh, as well as uh, what the diet looks like. So now we're gonna talk about why the diet is just not enough. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. It's just not enough. Diet is not enough. The diet is not enough. There's so much more that needs to occur. And I 
I know this. I know this. But you know what? Even if you start with a diet, at least that's something. You get started and then you... you. But okay, so the reason why this is important is because the candida, candida overgrowth, especially for a type 2 diabetic, will continue to... It will continue to, quote unquote, overgrow. Okay. Why? Okay. We talked about how candida, uh, how you limit the things, but why do we limit those things? Because candida actually feeds on sugar, the starches that are built up in the body, in the micro, the starches that you eat get broken down and then it goes through the gut and then the microbiome sucks it up and then whatever the the candida can get his hands on they do because that's what they eat that's the fuel that's the fuel now i mentioned the ketogenic diet and how now you may understand why it's so effective for this because with the ketogenic diet you are actually lowering your your glucose uh consumption your your sugar consumption so you are either traditionally traditionally and cleanly you are eating uh, at the max uh, 20, uh, total carbs, 20 total. And for some of you, 20 net. Okay. That's, don't get mad at me. That's, that's just what it is. I know I've, I'm a certified ketogenic integrative uh, health practitioner, but I'm a certified ketogenic nutritional coach. I, that's, that's what I did. It's what I did guys. I, and I love it because that's what I needed to help my, my people, the people who are watching me on YouTube, and when I first started this uh, this podcast, that's why I started it, so that way I can help you all to get to a better place in your diabetic uh, journey, so you can end that journey, really, and start something new. But, okay, so I'm so excited that I'm going to get lost, but I want to come on back. So, Danielle, breathe in. Okay. So, Candida feeds on sugar, starch. And you're probably saying, but I don't eat sugar. That table sugar stuff is never in my, you know, kitchen. Okay. So this is how it works. Candida can, Candida can start the overgrowth process if you are overdoing it on your, um, on your antibiotics. And what you may think is overdoing it is not what your gut thinks is overdoing it. If you are taking antibiotics, yeah, great, fine, safe, love, not safe because it's not, and I'm not beating you up. I'm just telling you what's happening. Okay. What's happening is the, the antibiotics are wiping out all of the good microbiome, all the microflora, all the flora in your body, all the good bacteria, hello, in your gut. Okay. As well as the bad bacteria, but the good bacteria. So there becomes a, a dysbiosis, which means it becomes imbalanced. Okay. So the bad bacteria, the ones who are resistant to the antibiotic stay on and then they overgrow and then they continue to overgrow. And then if you are taking antibiotics, if you're still taking antibiotics, then that lowers your immune system. You probably didn't know that, but it weakens your immune system. And because it weakens your immune system, your body cannot fight off those other bacteria with the same rate of success as it would have if you had all the good bacteria to help along the way. Okay. All right. So that's number one. Number two, the, um, if you are consuming now, a lot of these are immune, immune effective. All of these have everything to do with your immune system. 
So I need you to understand that part because then everything else will make sense, I think, I hope. So there's the immune system piece. Mercury fillings, it lowers your immune system, okay? It does. You're like, what are you talking about? But it, it does. Mercury fillings lower your immune system. Those silver fillings that you got in your mouth, I probably do too. I do too. It lowers your immune system. And because it does, it makes it easier for the overgrowth. These are all the things that are going to be easier for overgrowth, okay? Um, Candida is a very opportunistic uh, uh, bacteria, okay? So if it has the opportunity to overgrow, it's going to do exactly that. And as long as the good guys are not there to save the day, then Candida can wind up being a bad guy after uh, being left alone. Because as long as those other places are wiped out, then Candida has a place to go. All of the, your whole gut has spaces for the bacteria and the yeast and the fungus that is necessary for, for it to grow, for it to thrive. If one of the good guys get knocked out, then the bad guys are going to take its place because that's just what they do. Okay. So we talked about immune system. Now you can think about anything with immune system. Stress, stress lowers the immune system. Uh, chronic stress lowers the immune system. If the immune system is lowered, then lo and behold, uh, candida, as well as 90% of every other death-oriented uh, death situation, stress plays the role. So not only are you put, not not only are you in a position of, you know, heart attacks, stroke, uh, di diabetes, honestly, diabetes, but you're also in in line for an overgrowth of bacteria, and that can show up. Like what, like I mentioned further or earlier, in the form of um, uh, f UTIs, you know, vaginal infections, uh, those sort of things. But it could also show up in your toenails when the fungus is overgrown. Then your gut can no longer protect. Pro no, your your gut can no longer fight off those bacteria as well as it should, and then you wind up with something like what I have. And it's an ugly green toe. It's an ugly green toenail. It's a green toenail. It's a toenail. Do you have athlete's foot? We need to check your gut. Okay? We need to check the gut because then then you'll know. Your athlete's foot is a, is a representation, is one representation of a gut that has gone awry. It's, it's unbalanced. And just like a gut was imbalanced for the athlete's foot, that toenail says a lot. The gut, the 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 gas, it says a lot. Oh my gosh, the gas! I know I mentioned the gas before, but you may not remember that um, the advertisement that I gave with Renee about the the gassy the gassiness that you feel with the beano that you try to take and and everything else to cut the gas. But actually, it's not just that. It's not the foods. It's your gut, and your gut is imbalance. So it goes right back to it. You know, I'm going a, I'm to a plug that one in there anyway. I'm going to plug that ad in there just so you can hear what I'm saying. Okay. Um, so what else is affected? Your diet, the candida alpacans feed on high sugars. Where, my dear friends, can a person who is diabetic find high blood, high sugars? I just told you. <laughs> they can find it in their bloodstream. And if it's if it's in the bloodstream, then that bloodstream gets pumped all throughout this circulatory system. 
and your gut also needs blood to to continue on so your gut receives the blood the blood is full of sugar the candida grows and grows and grows and grows and grows now i asked myself was it the candida that come that came first or was it the uh, diabetes because when your cells are disrupted if, when your cells are damaged then your cells cannot absorb the blood sugar that is necessary the sugar the glucose that is in the bloodstream in the first place so it does float around but if the cells are damaged and the candida is one of the ways that it can become damaged by the the stress that it puts on the on the body by overgrowth is it because the sugar was too much? Now, this is just me being philosophical. Uh, you, <laughs> this is something to think about. Was it that the sugar, you had too much sugar in your body in the first place? And then and the candida came and then the cells were destroyed? Or was it that you ate too much? You were There was a, a dysfunction in your cells in the first place. And so because the cells could not absorb the sugar, then it uh, flowed, uh, it flowed, or the glucose, it flowed through the bloodstream. And then the diabetes came and then the albicans came. Now, can, can I, can I like, can I just like put my two cents in for a minute, even though I'm like asking the question, how would it be? How would it be? Because diabetes, diabetes guys comes, it's not like a, like a, wow, all of a sudden kind of thing. It's a gradual process. It shows up after many, many, like the diagnosable diabetes, the diagnosable type uh, uh, pre-diabetes, all of that, that's like a years long process before you actually get diagnosed. So did you have athlete's foot before you got diagnosed with diabetes? Did you have itchy skin before you got diagnosed with diabetes? Did you have, did you have gas, just horrible funky gas before you had diabetes? Were you always bloating before you had type 2 diabetes? I mean, I mean, think about it, guys. Think about it. Like, oh, my word. Oh, my word. Okay. So, is your mind blown? I hope it is. Now, put it back in because you got some more thinking to do, okay? Oh, my gosh. Okay, this is awesome. So, this is the thing that I was considering for a very, very long time. One of the, one of the, one of the first symptoms, some of the first symptoms that you will get in your in your diabetes journey your type 2 diabetes journey is things like this your gut now okay yeah you could be sensitive to to other foods and things and but what if that's not just it what if there's more get your gut checked okay i'm going to have to put it, i'm going to put a link in uh, in the show notes so that way you can uh, you can take some do some tests it's up to you it's absolutely 100% up to you like i said i'm going to list some resources available for you so that way you have them available and you can do what you need to do. But like if any of these things are, are pointing out to you, then these are things that you should be looking at. Okay. Um, whew, I'm so excited. I'm losing my train of thought again. Okay. So if type two diabetes is a, is an insulin resistance pro- problem. Okay. If it's an insulin resistance problem, that would mean that the insulin could no longer, the body was resisting the insulin and the key to unlock the cells, the cells are damaged because of the inflammation. Inflammation, what causes inflammation? Bad seed oils, stress, um, uh, let me see here, uh, high, glu- high starchy foods, chronic, so too much of it, that causes inflammation. 
guys, it's all connected. Can you see this? Can you hear me? Do you hear me? Am I on? Am I on? Because this is these are the things that you need to look at. Right now, we're talking about type 2 diabetes, but we're talking about candida. I came on talking about candida, but where did it take me? Right back to type 2 diabetes. Why? Because there is so much more connected to, there's so much more that, and your body is interconnected. You're not just, you know, your blood sugar. You're not just your gut. You're not just your brain. You're not just your fingers or your toes and, and head, shoulders, knees and toes. You know, you're not, none of that. You're everything all in one. And then you're a spirit as well. And so even if you have everything together and you're emotional, if you're emotionally uh, dis- distraught, constantly, chronically, that is inflammation. If you are spiritually distraught, if you don't have your relationship right with God and you're sitting there trying to figure out how you're going to get past this next thing and you need you need spiritual guidance and you need help, then that is chronic inflammation. All of these things cause chronic inflammation. What does chronic inflammation bring? It, bring, it lowers your immune system. If it lowers your immune system, then what can take place? Then candida overgrowth can take place. And how do they get fed? Most likely, you're probably eating your feelings. You're eating your emotions. You're eating because that's what we do. And even if you don't do that, like look at the food that you're eating. Are you eating? Are you eating uh, greasy foods? Are you eating foods that are fried? And I'm not even talking about like in ghee or in butter or in coconut oil or in olive oil or in avocado oil. Or you know, this is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those damaged seed oils, like canola oil. So easy, so cheap vegetable oil, what? 98 cents for a gallon? You know, these seed oils, these ones that are higher in polyunsaturated fatty acids, their their amino acid six is higher than the amino, than the, than the acid of, of the fatty acid six is way higher than the fatty acid three, which is what three cleans up, six causes inflammation. Inflammation is important, but not long-term and not chronic. See how it just goes all in a circle because our bodies are not just one piece of this and one piece of that. Guys, candida, candida albicans. This is just the part of it. Oh my word. I hope I didn't just spill all the beans already, but I'm so excited. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about over the, over this month, how to regulate, how to take care of our uh, candida and uh, and so many other things. You're just going to have to stay, stick around because like, I just love things so much that I'll just keep on talking. I think you know that. <laughs> I think you know that by now, but what I'm trying to say is this, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and, uh, in this here, I think you're ready. Uh, you, you got all the things. Okay. We started off with what it is. We st- and then we talked about what it looks like, what the symptoms are, what um what it feeds off of why exactly uh why is it a problem you know brain fog the the joint pain all of the things you don't remember take it back a few uh, seconds or minutes <laughs> and then we talked about excuse me what diets can help this thing and what they look like and how sim- similar most of them are and see not not to mention and not to forget that fermented foods are going to help but don't forget that diet is not enough. Next week, we're going to talk about what you can do besides diet and as well as diet in conjunction with diet. They're holding hands. What you can do to help 
get rid of this mess, okay? So with that being said, I'm so excited to be here with you all, and I hope you're excited to be here with me. And don't forget that I will put some resources in the show notes. So if you don't know how to do it, just click on the see more, and then you'll be able to see more, and then they'll be, the resources will be there. It'll be connected to my link tree. If you can't get to the show notes, it's link, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Envision Health. And you'll be able to get the information there, okay? Nice and easy. Easy peasy. If you love this show, please let me know by jumping onto Instagram, Envision underscore whole underscore health. And if you don't have Instagram, you can always jump on my Facebook page, which is Envision, uh, Envision Health Coaching. I would love to hear from you all. This is just the beginning. Hey, guess what? It's January. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you very much for joining us here at Type 2 Take 2 Diabetes and Health Podcast. We do want to remind you that we are not doctors and we do not play them on TV. So if you have a question that is medically grounded, please contact your provider so that way they can give you the best information that they have. However, if you have any questions concerning your health or how to get to the root cause of your problem, feel free to message us and we'll be glad to assist you on your journey to a brighter and happier, healthy life. Once again, we are not doctors. We cannot treat, we cannot diagnose, and we certainly cannot cure, but we can surely help you get to where you want to be healthfully. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful day.